you want to talk sports? The uh, after dark edition of yeah, almost Dorm midnight Thursday night. Burn the midnight oil. Just got finished watching the Hawks game, and they won. They yeah. beat the Wild. Patrick Kane they got a hat trick. So you there know, you go. Even when we're terrible, Patrick Kane still owns the Minnesota franchise for hockey. Uh, yeah, like you said, hat trick. Good to watch some hockey. It's hey, yeah, we're going to turn it around. We're going on a roll just in time for the Winter Classic coming Ooh. up New Year's Day against the Bruins. They got some sharp threads for those, That's gonna those be really black nice. unis. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, well, if you wanted to talk sports, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast. I'm Mitchell Kaminsky. And I'm Marshall Macaluso, and here we'll give you this week's rundown of the top leagues, who's hot, who's not, and our hot topics of the week. Let's get right into it. Well, another Christmas has come and gone. And I love Christmas because it kind of brings out the kid in you. You know, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Santa Claus, yep. all that good stuff. You know, yeah, it, it kind of brings out the kid in you again. Because when you're a kid, it's, you're aloof, immature, and your main focus is having a good time. You know, and that, that that's okay for a while. Yep. When you're a kid, it's okay to eat with your hands. Like, speaking of Christmas, like that movie A Christmas Story. I don't know if you've yep. ever seen it with Ralphie's brother. Yeah. He has the thing on the trough. He's eating mashed potatoes like a pig. His dad's looking at him in disgust. Anyway, Are you yeah, saying that's it? not okay anymore? Yeah. When you get older, though, like that's fun for a while. But, you know, when you get older, uh, certain jobs and certain things in life uh, require you to grow up. And you need to put on your big boy pants. Um, like when you're CEO of a company, I would hope you're mature. Yeah. As an airplane pilot, I would hope you're mature. Because yeah. people are trusting you with your life. You don't want to be doing stunts or loop-de-loops. Trying to sweet nose dive. You need to be mature for these jobs. Another job you need to mature for in sports is an NFL quarterback. Oh, and that's what no. I want to talk about oh, today. No. In NFL, quarterback is a position that I want maturity. And last week, Baker Mayfield once again had all these antics against the Bengals and his former coach, Hugh Jackson. Now, he had a nice game. He had three touchdowns, 284 yards. But after one of his third touchdown passes, he comes running down the sideline, and he starts staring down his former coach, Hugh Jackson. And then he goes to his offensive coordinator sideline, and he's making lewd gestures on the sideline. That's that kind of funny. Completely inappropriate. That's I, kind I, don't of even, I don't even want to we talk about it. We would never do that on our Sigma Phi Epsilon intramural football team. No, it, it, was, it was just disgusting. Our quarterback's <laughs> much more classy, and he's hosting a podcast <laughs> to talk about class here. Yeah, it was just, and he did this in college too with Oklahoma, yeah. grabbing his hoo ha or whatever. Whoa. We don't need that. First off, and there's so many layers to unwrap here. In football, and his excuse after the game, his big excuse was, "Look, I'm a competitor. I like to compete, and I didn't like Hugh Jackson. Uh, I did a, it's competitor. There's a fine line between competitiveness and like trash talking and making a complete, frankly, a complete ass of yourself. You had oh, your thing wow. a couple weeks ago, Jalen Ramsey talking about like, hey, you can't be trash talking, yeah, back it up. At least for Jalen Ramsey, though, you are, if football is a physical game and is a defensive player, you can take punishment or whatever, or as a receiver. I'm fine with my receiver because football, in the end, it is a game. So as a receiver, I'm fine with my receivers doing stupid stuff like that. I don't like it, but if they did it, so be it. I'm fine with my defensive players doing that because they can dish out punishment and they're taking punishment. But the quarterback is the most protected position in football. It's kind of a cop-out when you're doing all these, calling out your other coaches and players, doing these lewd gestures. You're playing quarterback, dude. It's not like you're dishing out any punishment. You can't get hit. You play one of the softest, softest positions. You don't have to do anything besides, like, puncher. Another thing is, too, he has no reason whatsoever to be mad at Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson got fired and took another job. Now, you cannot like him all you want, but what's he mad at him for? Because he didn't get the start out of camp? Because Tyrod Taylor, who just led the Buffalo Bills 
to the playoffs the year before, got the start for you, and they wanted to groom you into that position and mentor you. I mean, it worked out pretty well for Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City when he had to sit out a year with Alex Smith. So what are you complaining about? That was the Browns' mindset. That's what Hugh Jackson was doing. And, and you're mad at that? She wasn't a good coach, but the blatant amount of disrespect for this guy is completely unwarranted. Fine, after the first game they played, he didn't want to shake his hand. That's fine. I'm fine with that, but this is ridiculous. You're bringing unwanted attention to yourself. Now you're making yourself a target because there's a lot of... Oh, let me tell you, there, Hugh Jackson still has a lot of friends in this league and certain players that if they want to play for him down the road or whatever, this will get him riled up and you keep doing stupid stuff like this like he did in Kansas, like he's doing now in the NFL. It's going to rile him up and he's going to have a target on his back and one of these days, something's going to happen to him that's going to be uh, dressed up as a football play and he's not going to like it. And here's the other thing. You can do all this crap talking about how good he is you're playing the Cincinnati Bengals, who are the worst defense in the NFL. They allow 418 yards per game. So let's cool it a little bit, Baker. All right. Yeah, you threw three touchdowns, but it's against the worst defense in the league. All right, let's calm down. You know who doesn't go grabbing their junk or talking trash? I don't see Tom Brady doing that. I don't see Russell or Russell Wilson doing that. I don't see Aaron Rodgers doing that. I don't see Andrew Luck doing that. Hell, he compliments the other team. Hey, nice hit, man. That's what I want my quarterback to be. Weird. Yeah, he a little it weird. too much. But he's mature. <laughs> Maturity. That's what I want for my quarterback. And this whole circus over there in Cleveland. And I will say, he's played very well as a rookie, yeah. but this is going to come back to bite him in the butt because of his immaturity. And you can't have that as a quarterback position. I want maturity for my quarterback. I mean, he's still a rookie. He's so young. He's a little baby. He can do that. Sam Darnold's a rookie, too. He's young. He's, he's so not, mature. He's just throwing more picks and touchdowns. Like he, Baker's the only rookie who's like any reason to celebrate. Excellent that. point. But Sam Darnold is playing with a much worse offense. Yeah, I'm not saying he, I'm his not, number one receiver is Quincy Inouye. And I'm if not you look saying, since week no, eleven, no, 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 since week eleven, he's no, 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 had the no, no, highest QBR out of any rookie. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Sam Darnold's like worse. I'm not. This has nothing to do with the quality of quarterback. This is just Baker Mayfield. He's young. He's fiery. Like you say, he's competitive. I mean, it's just a stare. He just like ran past. He wasn't like didn't do any gestures at him. He did with his offensive quarter on the side. Uh, no, on that the wasn't line. that anyone. That was just like it, it was like he. If if for those of you back at home who are wondering, he had a little little genit saying he has large genitals. If you catch my drift, and he just kind of did. I'll say Russell Wilson bragging about his genitals. Okay, Russell Wilson sleeps in jeans because that's how much of a square he is. He doesn't know how to have fun. You know what? I want that right? for my quarterback. No, I want a square. Boring. You know who else is boring? Drew Brees is boring. You never no, hear anything about Drew Brees. Man. He's an old exactly. family man. That's what I want as my he's quarterback. Like, he's like ten years older than than Baker Mayfield, and he's gonna have a lot more success in the NFL than Baker Mayfield oh, when, these, when this well, comes down. Old, old man Mitch. Don't need that for my quarterback. I'll do that. Hey, you know what, though? He's played very well. I'm not going to knock the guy. The guy is talented, and he can play. He can be but this, all this crap is going to come back to bite him. You need The quarterback needs to be mature. You need a leader to guiding guiding your ship to we victory. We'll definitely see. And then, and then if something happens, we can take this sound bite. He's, one of these days, he's going to rub someone the wrong yeah. way, and it's going to come back to bite him. They're going to take a cheap shot. Yeah, I'm just telling you. We'll find out. Jackson's got friends in the sleep. Couple side notes. Uh, hope, hope, hope you guys are enjoying this. We got a new mic. A new mic. Got some yes. Christmas gifts. Our happy the takes are dorm room clear now. Yeah, yeah, you like it. Uh, and happy New Year, Merry happy New, new Year. Year. Hope you have a good uh, Happy Kwanzaa. Didn't that already happen? 26, I believe it starts, and it goes uh, on for a while. It's like a month. I don't know. I got to. I, I believe it goes till. We're we're cultured over here, so at least we know that it's a thing. Anyways. Yes, yes. We're getting right into the NFL. First off, we're going back to last Saturday. Like I said, podcast coming out. It's coming out a little late. 
Uh, so try and get out earlier, but like we said... December 26th to January 1st for Kwanzaa. So Kwanzaa. Ends on Tuesday. So, so ends Kwanzaa. on New Year. You can happy watch the Winter Kwanzaa. Classic and celebrate the end of Kwanzaa. There, there you, you go. go. Uh, but like I was saying, you know, it's a little late. We're both working in Mariano's. Uh, going back to last Saturday, Redskins got knocked out of the playoffs officially uh, by the Titans 16-25. Blaine Gabbert, the 101 yards Gabbert. and a touchdown in his relief effort of Marcus Mariota, who had an injury. Uh, Derrick Henry also had 84 yards and a touchdown. I mean, the Redskins, I will say one thing, I believe. Uh, the young uh, young Shanahan over there, er, is it Gruden? I can't remember who they're For the Redskins, it's yeah. Gruden. Yeah, young Gruden. Gruden. Jay Gruden. I will say I think he has done a marvelous job even keeping the Redskins in uh, playoff contention despite the fact that he's had to deal with, you know, Alex Smith. I mean, Alex Smith, he's a above average quarterback then he had Mark Sanchez and Josh Jackson to deal with the fact that they're you know still even looking at a playoff berth uh, I am impressed with him but uh, nonetheless they got knocked out the Titans Titans are looking to have a big game against the Colts next week yeah I, they do have a big game it's winning you're in but I, yeah. and I think Gabbert um, stepped up and did, but I think for the Titans and Mariota's a fine quarterback and all but there's a lot of injury history here. Yeah. I think if you're the Titans, you might start wanting to look at drafting another quarterback. Because yeah. looking dating back to 2017, he had a hamstring injury, he had a leg fibula fracture, knee MCL, knee MCL again, shoulder ACA joint sprain. Uh, that was the most recent one. Or uh, yeah, um, that was in 2015. Excuse me. Now he has a shoulder injury. It, he's got he's got some durability. He had a stinger because he's. I mean, uh, on I would, his wrist. Um, he's a running quarterback, but he's not like Cam Newton body type, you know? Like, you, yeah. you can't take those hits. After a while, like, these running quarterbacks, it takes a toll on you. Because if you look at the guys that have lasted in the league the longest, it's pocket quarterbacks. Um, Phillip Rivers is one of the most unathletic quarterbacks I've ever seen. But he's able yeah. to hang. He could race his pregnant wife and come in third there. <laughs> like, that's how slow and unathletic this man is. And he is still hanging around in the league. Tom Brady's another one. He looks like mud sliding uphill when he's trying to run. Yeah. He hangs it. He's still in the league. Pocket passers. Yeah. Uh, that, that's how you make your money. In- and even Cam Newton, he's been around for a decent amount of time, but that man is massive. Oh, so, like, so- he, he can take – I mean, he's still getting injuries. Like, he's out of this – he's done for the yeah. season now. But Marcus Mariota can't. He's not. He doesn't have that size. No, great point. Cam Newton, being like a freak of nature as he is, he's still banged up. Yeah. Like you can't be a running quarterback and expect to last a long time in this league. So we'll see. I don't. I don't know Mar- Mariota's injury situation. Uh, for well, the he had Colts a stinger game. earlier this year, and now he's a wrist. Thing. I, yeah, I would so think I they're know. gonna try to get him to go. Yeah, it's mean, basically a playoff game. Yeah, this is basically a playoff game. Uh, we'll we'll definitely be able to see what happens there next game. Saturday night, Ravens beat the Chargers yeah. twenty-two to ten. Uh, Lamar Jackson had 204 yards and a touchdown. Rivers had 181 yards and two interceptions, including first play of the game was picked off. We will definitely be discussing the Chargers. Oh yeah, so we'll get later into that in the later. podcast. But the Ravens, the Ravens look pretty legit. And Lamar Jackson was, you know, he was talking and he wasn't like being arrogant or boasting or anything. But he's kind of saying that like, look, like we're something special. Um, and people are saying that he that like. Lamar Jackson is taking the Ravens to the next level. He for Sound sure like has. anyone saw coming. And I was ripping on him as a passer, and the pocket passing definitely needs to be a little bit more refined, like we were just talking about. He made some really nice throws. Yeah, that Those touchdown some NFL throw. throws. That was yeah. a beautiful pass down the middle. And out of all these rookie quarterbacks, speaking of rookie quarterbacks, he's the only one right now with a winning record. Yeah. To aim, um, or with his team, anyway. And they're going to go to the playoffs, and yeah. I, no one wants to face this team right now. Yeah. Fantastic defense. Um, 
Uh, Lamar's doing a nice job. They run the ball well. Yeah, they do. They have a good tough playoff team. This will be interesting to see. Yeah, they. they I thought they were going to be an enigma, just like running the ball. Which I mean, they still they still are, are very because I mean Lamar Jackson still has mm-hmm. a lot of rushing yards, but the fact that he's become somewhat of a pocket passer has really put a different edge on this team. So that'll be definitely move. So yeah, they beat the Chargers twenty two to ten, which was actually really Terrell Suggs and Eric Weddle on that defense too. Yeah, are done a nice job. Suggs is like that like nice veteran presence there. Yeah, it was kind of like the transition from Ed Reed and the Ray Lewis era. And now yeah. after this game uh, coming up, he's going to have the most games played, I think, on a, as a Ravens defender in uh, their history. Cool. So good for good for him. Good for him. Uh, next, we had, a, we had a big game. Texans lose to the Eagles on a last-second field goal, 30-32. Deshaun Watson had 339 yards, two touchdowns. Nick Foles, 441 <laughs> yards, four tutties, and an interception. So December Foles, baby. St. Nick. St. Nick Foles coming in, uh, in which I'll tell you, Eagles, they're hot. They are hot. I think it's going to be, it's like every year there's kind of like one of those teams that are like, how did they make the playoffs? Like last yeah. year was the Bills that like kind of snuck in. Yeah. It's like the Eagles are going to be one of those teams this year too. Because Eagles, once they when they lost to the Cowboys, everyone's like, oh, they're done. They're done. We even said yeah. on the bike, oh, one foot in the grave. They're kind of yeah. done. And now, especially with like uh, Wentz going, uh, being out. Nick Foles turned this ship around. Yeah. And he's going to get a hefty amount of money. He's free agent, so this is good for him. Yeah. He's just boast, uh, boosting his stock. And it looked like he, that shrine from last week worked there yeah. in the locker room. I will say, though, I feel like he's going to be the next Case Keenum, where it's like he does really well in a certain system. Then some team like my yeah. Denver Broncos will. I mean, I, I don't think they overpay Case Keenum because they, they didn't give him that much money uh, to begin with. But the fact that they sign him, he, he's probably going to end up on a team. Like I could see him going to like the Jaguars for like a $20 million deal. I, that would be a good fit uh, there, too. We'll talk about it later uh, in the podcast. But uh, yeah, his stock's going to be going a lot. Uh, his stock's going to be going way up this offseason. Yeah. but. And he's, uh, the difference between him and Case Keenum, Case Keenum had that, like, one good year. He's, this is now his second. Now, mind you, it's only been uh, two or three games. Yeah. Um, but he's done it two seasons in a row now, and he's done he's, in the past yeah. with the Rams. So we'll see. He's an interesting guy to keep an eye on. Uh, another game that we I didn't think we'd talk about it. Oh, I forgot oh, to mention. Oh, oh. Sean Watson. We forgot about the other quarterback in that yeah. game. He played fantastic. He did. He did everything he, he could to keep out. that team in the game. Two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns, 339 yards. Yeah. yeah, he did a nice job. I will say, though, losing to Marius Thomas, Susan Achilles, I know he's like, yeah, he's man. not like, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins. They have DeAndre Hopkins. But he was a very dependable number two receiver, yeah. and losing him kind of like shot, like, it, it, it kind of lost the whole purpose of their trade at the trade deadline with the Broncos. Not our fourth round draft pick. What did they give you? Seventh round draft pick? Fourth a round? fifth, and we swapped sevens. Wow. Or no, it was a fourth. Devastating. Yeah. Well, but you know what? You're right, though. That is a big yeah, injury to have. He is a and nice I will number say, two to have. Thomas, I felt so bad because this was like his chance to like yeah. have a playoff run because, I mean, the Broncos aren't doing anything. I mean, he's already got to He's won his Super Bowl, though. It's, yeah, not, like already, so, it's not, not like so Brandon Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, yeah, it's not Brandon Marshall. <laughs> um, but, yeah, another game I didn't think t- Giants apparently don't care about getting a good draft pick as they play the Colts really hard, but the Colts still managed to win 28-27. to Eli Manning had 309 yards with a touchdown and a game-losing interception, and then Andrew Luck had 357 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick, uh, in which, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about this game except for the fact that Andrew Luck is still good. You're still good. Yeah. <laughs> Colts are another one of those teams the AFC don't really want to face. Yeah. And both of these teams, too, with the Ravens and Colts, both of them have a chance to not be in the playoffs even. Like, that's how close the race is. Yeah. But those are two teams I would not want to face, and they're heating up. And like we said last week, Colts have a lot of cap space this offseason. They're kind of one year early, like the 2015 yeah. Cubs. Yeah. Uh, they're up and coming. Giants also... 
they put it together at the wrong time. Yeah, playing like, fantastic. They also <laughs> said they're gonna try to stick, uh, keep Eli Manning at the helm for next oh, year. My word. There's reports of that. And That's so dumb. Odell Beckham, they wasted all that money on him, and every big game, his best couple games this year, they have a losing record. Yeah. And the one they won in his best game against the Bears, like they barely won that, and yeah. they almost lost it because of an onside kick. Like he overpaid that receiver right there. Yeah. Uh, moving on. I mean, the Jaguars, they beat the Dolphins, knocked the Dolphins out of playoff contention. Oh, that's why I was relevant. Yeah, sorry, Dolphins, you're officially out, even though, like, you didn't deserve it. Ryan Tannehill had 145 yards, touchdown to pick, including uh, he threw one to Telvin Smith, 33-yard pick six, which, I mean, that was the reason they lost this game. That Nothing really happened. Uh, on my fantasy team. Now he gets a pick six. He was? Oh, that's a shame. He, that's a shame. That is a shame. I could have used that yeah. a couple weeks also, earlier. Also, we, like, we, we praised T- Ryan Tannehill, and then he This is what we get for believing in Tannehill. Clunkers. Now, if you're the Dolphins here, do you want to re-sign it? Like, do you draft a quarterback? I don't know. Because he's like, show him like, potential, but he's always injured. They have a winning record, too, with him. It's like crazy. With Adam Gase, I think... I forget the exact stat, but they have like yeah. a crazy amount of wins. I will wins. say there are reports that the Miami Dolphins are looking to move on from Adam Gase, which I think would be idiotic because I think he's a really good head coach, which is not so that too. good of a roster. I mean, they were in playoff contention this year. What can you ask for? They were in playoff contention with Brock Osweiler at QB for a decent amount of time. So I don't know what I don't know what the Dolphins would do if they. He's completing seventy three percent of his passes with Adam Gase. Um, that's not. That's pretty. That's really that's pretty good. Pretty dang good. He's in the fifth percentile in the with fifth percentile in the NFL. Eighth in NFL passer rating. Well, this was in uh, the begin near the beginning of the year with them, but jeez, all they do. Yeah, that's true. All they do is win. Gase is ten and five when Tannehill's under center, under center, and eight and twelve with everyone else. So I mean, ten and five. That's a playoff. That's one season but of a playoff team. He's right always there. injured. That's the other thing. So, yeah, yeah that's tough. That'll, that'll tough be decision. That'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, honestly, Foles. as a Broncos fan, if I saw Tannehill in Broncos jersey, I wouldn't be that mad. Uh, also, though, because like the Dolphins kind of saying they're the best, the second best team in there. That was good for the Patriots because yeah. they got to win the division yeah. yet again, and they beat the Bills, and they looked awful. Tom Brady played terrible in that game. We're not talking about it, but, I mean, yeah, the Patriots. The Bills, close. yeah, the fact that that game was closed because Josh Allen couldn't throw a lick that game, <laughs> and they were still competitive up until the third quarter. Like, Patriots, yeah. eh. I was That was one thing. I mean, the Patriots have looked the worst in a long time, and then they get the Bills and the Jets. Yeah. Who even, doesn't matter how bad they play, they're still going to beat them. They got so lucky with that. You know who they remind me of real quick? Before we like, they're kind of like the Warriors. Were like this from this year anyway, because like they lost a Christmas Day game and like they look really bad. But they're one of those teams. That, like I don't know if I'd bet against them in the playoffs yeah. just yet, just because of the Warriors and just because of the Patriots. But like something doesn't feel right with yeah. either of these. Guys. Especially, especially for the the Patriots, because like losing Josh Gordon, I think mm. it's huge. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I had the Bears beating the Niners in there, but no one really cares. They, I care. The Bears beat the Niners, so congrats. Danny Trevathan? Intercept. Yeah. No? Uh, let's see. Is there anything else notable? Jordan Howard rushed for a touchdown, I think. Robbie Gold kicked three field yeah, goals. Yeah, Robbie Gold. And Almost Cody Parkey is going to cost us a playoff game. I can picture it now. Trubisky has a miraculous drive, leads us down, <laughs> two-minute drill, 30-yard line, or uh, down for like a 34-yard chip shot to win the game. Hits the upright. Cody Parkey kicks it and doink off the upright. Why do we get rid of Robbie Gold? Yeah, that, that's Ryan Pace's worst he, decision. He's like, 
And he's 98% accuracy. 96, yeah, and 80 then, for 82, not including that last game. So yeah, 83 the, for 85 then. Yeah, good good math right there. And then the the Bears combined, uh, Cody Parkey, uh, I don't remember the Connor guy. Connor Barth. Yeah, Barth Vader. We had, um, who was before Barth? We had some hack that used to be on the Cowboys, but he got injured. And oh, doesn't matter. Yeah, Barth Vader. But, though, but though, three of those guys, their combined accuracy rating was in like the 70s. Terrible. He's terrible. the worst kicker in the NFL right now, and that guy is going to cost us a playoff yeah. game. Knock on wood. I hope not. But speaking like. of bad kickers, the Steelers lost to the Saints, twenty-eight to thirty-one. Ben Roethlisberger had three hundred eighty yards, three touchdowns, in which he played like a Hall of Famer. I will say that. And Breeze had three hundred twenty-six yards and a touchdown. Alvin Kamara and Melvin or uh, Mark Ingram combined for three touchdowns, in which the Steelers' playoff chances are. Dwindling. Well, yeah, the, there's a controversial call. A lot of, Mike Tomlin was getting a lot of heat for doing yeah. a fake punt. Yes. And honestly, I would have done a fake punt too at that point. They, in the game. He was so close. They were close. He was like it was half a good yard call. away from making it. I think at that point, if you were going to go for it, you might as well just like run your offense. Yeah. Because I don't mind going for it to be aggressive in that situation, but like everyone's like, oh, you're going to miss the playoffs because of that, like that game, and you're going to touch on this later is not yeah. why they're going to miss the playoffs. I'm all for that decision to go yeah. for it. And then Ju- they still had a chance to win, and Juju yeah. fumbled. Yeah. So I will say one thing though, because Juju had that tweet where he was like, kind of like, you know, like he was talking about the fantasy football championship. Yeah. Where he's like, let's get this like big game, like if you drafted me. Uh, and then I saw, like, if you're coming after Juju Smith-Schuster for fumbling and, like, not taking it seriously, like, you're a moron. That dude, that kid plays his heart out, and he's, like, he's just a funny guy, and, like, that tweet was funny. Like, he was oh, yeah, very humorous. I saw one where he was tailgating with Steelers fans. He had a hot dog when he yeah, was like, like, Yeah, like, that's that's awesome. Like, I, I love that. And then all these, like, analysts are like, dang, I wish you would take the game more seriously. It wasn't even, like, like, bad form, like... The one Allen Robinson in that Bears game where they almost yeah. blew it, that was, like, terrible. You could see that coming a while away from the way he was, like, swinging his arm. Like, Juju's, yeah. it was a great was just play like by that like linebacker where he yeah. came up and, like, peanut punched it from, like... Yeah, and I, so I'll say, like, and that he was, like, distraught after the game. Like, you saw him, like, head in his hands, towel over his head. Like, if you, like, it, that kid plays his heart out. I love Juju Smith-Schuster, and he just had a bad break that game. It could have happened to anyone, and coming after him... And all you Steelers fans complaining about the refs, like, it was one come on, it was like one call. That touchdown at the end was not controversial. That was yeah. a touchdown. Like yeah. watching it live, I thought it was a touchdown. I'm like, oh, maybe they're gonna over. Yeah. Like I thought they're gonna call it income. Um, but yeah, it. Yeah, we'll definitely watching get to it live. It looked later. like a touchdown. I will say though, bro, the Super Bowl goes to New Orleans. Looks like it. They keep winning you games. Don't want to see, you don't want to face them at home, but that, yeah. that was a wild one. G- great game. That right was there. great. And I will say, Cam Jordan was like, "What? He's not a Hall of Famer." He played like a Hall of Famer that he's, game. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah, like how stupid. He just lit up the Saints offense. Yeah, you know, Cam, you're not even a pro bowler. So, we <laughs> yeah, don't want to put it. Let's put a cork in it. Uh, Chiefs marched into, C- into Seattle and lost 31-38. What do you know? Mahomes loses another primetime game. Mahomes and Wilson are like the same stat line. Mahomes had 278 yards, three touchdowns. Wilson had 271 Wilson yards, and three w. touchdowns. Yeah, Wilson got that W. Uh, in which I'll say Russell Wilson, he is so good. He is good. You know why? Mature. Never hear oh anything about word. him. Ever hear him talking about his genitals? No. <laughs> Let's see him grabbing his junk on the sideline. <laughs> taunting coaches. He's a man of God. He wouldn't. I didn't see him taunting Richard Sherman after Sherman was talking trash to him in the offseason. Yeah, that's fair. Well, yeah, in all seriousness, though, <laughs> they, both of them did play very well. Uh, Mahomes played well. I give him crap because he doesn't win any of these big games. His biggest games this year, he's lost almost all of them. And I yeah, think Patriots, as an MVP candidate, Chargers, 
that um, you know, that's got to count for something. But he did play pretty well, and this defense is not yeah. great for the Chiefs. I, I thought will, they were making improvements, but they're not good. No, they're I will say the Seattle offense is just like run the ball, run the ball. It's third down. Russell Wilson, can you get a first down, please? We have no other options. Like that's their whole he offense. He create scheme. all these plays with his yeah. legs. He's always like running. Yeah, and then he's just like throw. Like his his touchdown throws were like. Fantastic! He had that one on the run to his left, yeah. And it was like no look like Magic Mahomes could do, but he like slings it across his body it and totally the whole defense. Class, yeah, yeah. That was he, he had the be- he had the longest run of the game too between the two quarterbacks. Yeah, we had that really nice run to pick up yeah. first down late in the game. His legs, I mean, he doesn't like they don't do like read option stuff a lot with him, but his legs are still very underrated. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our NFL. We got. We'll talk about that a little more later. But uh, NBA, we had some fun Christmas games. I actually enjoyed watching NBA in Christmas. I did watch the Lakers Warriors. Yeah, yeah. the was... Thunder uh, lost to the Rockets, one hundred nine, one thirteen, which is a pretty entertaining game. Uh, untucked Kyrie came alive, and uh, which the Celtics beat the Sixers, one twenty one to one fourteen in overtime, in which Kyrie Irving. He had twenty six family members. Uh, in attendance for that one. That's awesome. Or friends and family. So, That's yeah, he cool. went off I don't know, though, if I would be like, do I want to spread Christmas in, like, a basketball a basketball game? Um, as a fan, maybe. Like, in yeah. the afternoon, I, I don't know. That's like, if I'm tough. Kyrie Ir- Irving's cousin, and he's like, I mean, you get Well, I mean, tickets. how often do you get tickets from him? That's probably, true, he's probably not true. handing out, so that'd be probably be a cool present. And you, you, these... Christmas Day games are always, like, good matchups. Yeah. So, I mean, that, was pretty that fun. might not be. That would be kind of fun. Uh, Lakers beat the Warriors, 127-101. LeBron left the third quarter with a groin injury. He only played 21 minutes. But he got 17 points. In Curry was 5 for 17. Durant was 5 for 13. And Clay Thompson was 2 of 7 all from the field. Which the Warriors just didn't look that good. And it, Yeah, they did not. Everyone's talking, though, about playoff Rondo. Everyone forgets about regular season prime or primetime game Rondo or yeah. TNT Rondo. Yeah, he was 15, 10, and 5. You know, his Wednesday night games, he's going to tank and be <laughs> Rondo. But playoff Rondo and TNT Rondo are, or whenever it's like the big game. Usually it's on TNT. Yeah. But, like, yeah, whenever yeah, yeah. it's like the primetime spotlight game in the regular season, the man comes out to play. Yeah, Knocked out a big three-pointer. He had 15 points. Dished out a couple assists. Yeah. And that's the nice thing about with Law. See, Lonzo, I think, is a very good point guard. I'm watching him, too. He's made a lot of improvement. He's not yep. a bad player. His defense looked pretty good from what I saw. But the nice thing with Rondo, he can uh, stretch the floor and play with pace, and he can also run the half-court offense a yeah. lot better than Lon- Ron- uh, um, Lonzo can, where he can slow down the ball. And when James was out there, he can kind of be like James facilitating, like, hey, go over there, this guy, like running yeah. the offense. It's like the field general out there. So he's a nice, he's a nice player to have. Yeah, it's also funny seeing. Dude, I don't know if you saw um, uh, Steph Curry trying to eavesdrop. Oh yeah, it was the- funny. There was there was also if you want to look up a fun video, uh, people were saying that Draymond Green shoots like he's got a like he's wearing a backpack, and so TNT like photoshopped a backpack onto him whenever he because sh- he sh- he shanked like three, he airballed the three. He had two Bad bricks. It was actually funny. Look up look up Draymond Green shooting with a backpack on. Yeah, you're right, though. Yeah. Warriors didn't look good. They didn't look great. Steph didn't have very many points. 5 for 17 shooting. Yeah, it's not Clay good. Clay was 2 for 7. Yeah. Yeah, it was ugly. Yeah, moving on to soccer. So this will be the end of uh, some soccer stuff there on Christmas break. Uh, just a little roundup. Liverpool's on the top of the, top of the table by four points. Cool Manchester City. 
uh, dropping points in back-to-back games in Crystal Palace 3-2 and Leicester City 2-1. I believe LeBron owns uh, yeah, part, owns, part owner of Liverpool, right? Yeah, so good for him. He's making yes. business decisions. That's my boy. Uh, Virgil van Dijk is probably the leader for like the best player of the EPL right now, if you ask me. And then... Uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang is a top scorer so far. So that's just a. Try saying that ten times. Fast. Yeah, Pierre Oyek Aubameyang. Pierre. Oh, Pierre. Uh, Omerick Aubameyang. Omerick. Eric. Eric. Pierre yeah. Eric Aubameyang. 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 Yeah, he's I from somewhere in Africa. I forget. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just uh, at the winter break. That's where we're at right now with the Premier League. Moving on to some co- some fun college football. Yeah, first off, uh, Justin Herbert. For Oregon, he said he's going back to Oregon yeah. after this year, and that's a big deal. But not only that, because he was projected to be uh, a top prospect yeah. in the NFL draft. So not only does it help Oregon, not a lot of these teams that were in the market for a quarterback, Nick Bull's value, like we were talking about earlier, he's going to yeah. be a free agent, just went skyrocketing up. Yeah. Some team's going to overpay for him now. Um, also, the opens the door, makes it interesting for Kyler Murray, because now he might be the best quarterback out of that draft class. Does he maybe want to play football instead of baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Because someone made an interesting point, and honestly, I'd rather be a baseball star than yeah, a football I would star. You pay more money, and yeah. you get a longer career. Yeah. But as a franchise quarterback, you're getting paid right away. Or in the baseball, you're in the minor leagues for a couple of years. That's true. You, you work your way quick. up. So you get rich quick, and especially with these big uh, contracts they're dishing out. Yeah. During that five-year period, you're quarterback, because you could be a quarterback for a long time, especially if you're a good pocket passer. Money-wise, it may even out um, yeah. financially down the road for start. If you're a receiver or a lineman, I'd say for sure. Yeah, oh, play baseball. baseball no doubt. Like Bo Jackson, I, mean, I think made a smart decision out of college playing baseball initially. But um, franchise quarterback. I will say though, him as a running quarterback, his body was going to take a beating. So I don't know about because you're talking about that longevity. I don't know if he would has it. Although he he does he does, he's a pretty decent pocket passer. So that'd be definitely interesting. Because he, yep. he seems like a number one pick right off the bat. Oh, he could. Yeah, he's got a lot of talent. Yeah. Carrying that crappy defense to the playoff. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Coming up, uh, 29th, Alabama, Oklahoma. Yeah. That'll be a good game. And then, of course, Notre Dame Clemson. But let's be honest, over Wednesday, I think Alabama's going to win that one. Yeah. And yeah. We'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Should be good. Anyway, other college football. We got some fun bowl games. Last week, we did our first segment of bowl game or bowl crap. And yeah. one of the games on there was the Cheez It Bowl. And the Cheez-It Bowl was probably the best, worst football game yeah. uh, you may have ever seen. It was and just kind of stupid. I, rip, uh, I ripped on the Chiefs game uh, and the Rams game. Be like, oh, bad football, bad football. Well, <laughs> you know what? This was the definition of bad football. At least that one was entertaining. This one was just, yeah. it was a real, uh, it was a real, uh, I don't want to swear. Actually, I already did. It was just bad. Yeah. Just say that. It, it was... It was a crap show. It was a crap show, <laughs> but substitute the one with the S in there. Um, it was a flat-out disaster. The bull game, named after a cracker, ended 10-7 in a defensive slugfest, air quotes there, um, with a dramatic OT walk-off. So, if you're looking at it, 10-7, OT walk-off, sounds like an entertaining game, but there were nine interceptions thrown. Um, God. There was a stupid trick play where they did two passes back and forth, and that one got an interception. Both teams ended up with their backup quarterbacks under center, including uh, QB Chase Forrest for uh, Cal, and his biggest claim to fame is being loyal to a fault. The graphic ESPN on there had one of two senior Power 5 QBs entering this season never to start a game and still be at original school. 
Jeez. So that just shows that TCU had 28 yards passing all night in the modern era of football, 28 yards of passing, and still won the game. That's um, like, I feel like Army could pass for more yards than that. To, to win the game with 28 yards passing. Yeah. Now, this wasn't even the topping, the cherry on top, right before, right end of regulation, 7-7, three seconds left. Uh, kicker, uh, Gary Pat or, um, excuse, yeah, Gary, uh, mm, excuse me, Cole Bunce. I uh, was a kicker for Cal, or TCU, trying to kick a game winner. Cal Isom. So Gary Patterson, the head coach, pulls his kicker out. So Cole's, like, pissed, putting in Jonathan Song. Then he pulled Song out and replaced him with Bunce, all in a span of 15 seconds. So both kickers running on and off the field, and then Bunce proceeded to miss the field goal, sending it to overtime. Oh First my. possession of overtime. Yet another interception. And mind you, this was the ninth of the game. And then finally, TCU put us all out of our misery, making, uh, making a field goal, but... I mean, you gotta Jeez. you gotta love bad football. Yeah, till next year. Yeah, TCU cheesy cheese it bowl. Cheese it bowl. To remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on. It's a little warmer outside. And, you know, I was trying to play some like pond hockey or something, but it's too warm. No thanks yeah. to Ted Wick heating cooling, which is keeping my house icy cold Don't and very it. uncomfortable. I thought you talking about the hot stove for the MLB. Oh, that's but. right. We still have MLB news, although yeah, it was Kirkwell. Nelson Cruz goes to the Twins. So, I guess it wasn't heating up as much as we thought. <laughs> but the rumors for Harper and Machado have yeah. been following that soap opera. Yeah. Both of them said, or Machado said, he was going to sign after the new year. He met with three teams uh, last week, Phillies, White Sox, Yankees, where the Phillies one was very eventful. He went to the Phillies for a visit, got locked out of the door initially. He had a construction worker yell at him, do the right thing, sign with Philadelphia. Huh. So, yeah. Very uh, and now he's saying the city of brotherly love uh, doesn't necessarily want to go there. They're kind of off his list. Same with yeah. Harper is saying they're not too thrilled about going there. Yeah. Um. Both of them preferred the Yankees. Dodgers made a big trade. They traded away Yasiel Puig yeah. to free up some cap space, so they might be trying to get Harper now. Yeah. A lot of rumors. And Yonder Alonso for the White Sox went golfing with Machado, maybe to try to pitch him. A yeah. lot of moving doors here, but yeah. What do you think? I think there was. A- oh, and the Cubs are in the mix now. Yeah. Harper I forget. Said, I forget who said it. Uh, it was some baseball uh, analyst, analyst. Uh, but he basically said it comes down to the Dodgers and the Cubs. I think that the Cubs. One of the Cubs' big things is um, they're looking to do like a bad contract swap with the with the Giants with Jason Hayward and kind of do a trade there and free up some cap space. Uh, and that would also they would lose an outfielder that they. I mean, he's he's got good defense, but. Let's be real. He can be replaceable. Uh, and so they would lose Jason Hayward, and that would also free up cap space to bring in uh, Bryce Harper. For Harper, I think, if you're going to sign with the Dodgers or the Cubs, you're not going to get as much money to win with the White Sox. You're not going to get your $300 million deal. Yeah. But if you want to win now and sign like a shorter-term deal yeah. and then maybe get your payday later on the roll, yeah. it's a gamble, but that could be a possibility. But if you want your payday, the White Sox, I think, are the best situation financially. Yeah. I think you could say, no, you have to wait two years or so, I think, before you really start contending. But that would be not an awful long-term investment. But it will be interesting to see what yeah, they do. I think, it, I mean, it's not the same as Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant, he signed, because he's not, I don't think he's going to be the Warriors next year. He got his yeah. ring, uh, and now he can just kind of. And, then and he, he came out and said, too, he's like, no one can recruit me. I'm trying to get as much money as I can. Yeah. Career. So whoever offers him the most cash. Yes, yeah, we'll so this could be kind of like a whole Between Cubs, the, Cubs yeah. Dodgers get my ring, and then I'll cash checks. Between the two of them, I think I'd rather have Machado 
is better over tall. If I'm paying yeah. someone three hundred million, because for the White Sox perspective anyway, is a White Sox man. And mind you, I'd be ecstatic to get Harper, but he's kind of like an overpaid version of Adam Dunn. Where he hits a lot of homers. He plays better defense than Adam Dunn when we signed him. Yeah. But he hits two forty. I'm not paying three hundred million yeah. for a guy that hits two forty. Yeah, I, I, so I don't know. I mean, with the protection, I guess he would play a lot better. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I, I'm still, I'm still not enough. I want relievers as a Cubs fan. Yeah, that's who cool. I want. You really? Yeah, I don't need Bryce Harper. We got Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, Kyle Schwarber. We got Didn't all hit these too studs. well in the wild card game there down the stretch for you though. So no. Well, because at least for we'll the relievers, they kept it close. It was a one-one game. The eleventh inning. That's true. I will say though, the Cubs lineup. Put Harper in there is elite. There's no one you want. You oh, that protection, to. yeah, yeah. They do some damage. If you're doing yeah. like, I mean, you start off with Zobris and you go, you know, Rizzo uh, or Bryant, Rizzo, Sh- Harper, Schwarber. Like, yeah. Well, I, I already did my Ted Week heating cooling stick. Sorry, I kind of butchered the no, transition there. No, yeah, that's right. It wasn't a very good transition to begin with. Moving on, <laughs> uh, hot knot. My hot this week, Derek Rose. Derek Rose. I, you know, he's having a good year. He may, he's. I mean, it's not at his MVP year. He could be six man of the year though. Yep. Uh, he's playing well, and he played. He came into Chicago. He played very well. Had some vintage D Rose uh, drives to the hoop, uh, and he was shooting free throws at the end. Uh, chance of MVP come da- came down from the Chicago fans, and that was just cool to see. You can know, tell he missed Chicago. Chicago too. Yeah. He had the hat, Chicago basketball, and his like pregame press conference. Yeah. Nice to see him do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just a feel good story. Feel good story of the week. Derrick Rose, shout out to him. I love it. My hat of the week. Uh, cheesy quotes. If you like cheesy quotes, Blake Bortles, <laughs> the field general for the Jacksonville Generals <laughs> or Jaguars. Field general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand what I'm saying. Anyway. <laughs> Well, uh, they were bumbling around passing-wise. Cody Kessler just wasn't getting the job done against the Dolphins in this crucial game for draft positioning. <laughs> so out trots the man, Blake Bortles, back in the game to replace him. And according to D.D. Westbrook, he got in the huddle, and he said, Let's go, boys. I'm back. I don't know and about you. I just ran through a brick wall. Yeah, he, I'm hyped. He rallied that team. <laughs> If even that, though Blake Bortles coming back doesn't inspire you as a receiver, I don't know what will. And even he though he led the team to a comeback they and they won. won, they only won because of a pick six. I will say that though, now that's true. But these players are so used to watching Bortles throw pick sixes that you know what they're like. I've watched the film so many times. These other players can do it. I can do that too. We're doing it for Blake, and he's getting a start next week. I'm back, boys. He's getting his job back. <laughs> Boys, if I'm a receiver, I hear that, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, he's back again. Can we please draft a quarterback? (laughs) Come on, Coughlin. What are we doing here? That's amazing. Porter's like, I got this guy. He's, he's, yeah, he's, after this year, he's not going to play in the NFL again. Well, he's not going to start. I think he will, but it'll be tough to find a starting job. You know, it was fun while it lasted. It was fun. It's kind of like the Nathan How the hell did this man take a team to the AFC Championship? I don't know. It's kind of like Rex Grossman esque. He like he played the Patriots tough somehow, some way. I mean, fourth quarter he kind of choked. Yeah. They had a good game plan for him. I mean, they couldn't really throw down the field, and they were yeah. But you know what? Yeah, not hot for me. Was some random dude, random dude at my Christmas Eve church service. I was you know classically wearing my Denver Broncos ugly Christmas sweater to Christmas Eve. 
They gotta uh, support the team. Yeah, like the they're gonna play it. They lost, and that's okay because we now have a top twelve draft pick. Woo hoo! Uh, um, but then I'm, I mean, I'm I'm ushering right. I'm handing out the candles because it's like candlelight service. Some dude is like, hey. Get a big game out of your boy Philip Lindsay. I'm down 27 points in my fantasy first football league championship, in which Philip Lindsay got a hand injury and only rushed for 46 yards. Oof! And I was like, hey, you know what? He's got you. He's he's gonna win you championship. And he, I mean, he probably got like what? That like that's like what? Like five, six points. That's how many catches? Yeah, yeah. That's about <laughs> four points. Yeah. So sorry to that guy. Now he's out yeah. for the year too. Yeah. It's a well, shame. one game. Oh, boo hoo! Who missed the Pro Bowl? <laughs> Well, I like the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Kidding, the Pro Bowl stinks. That's a good thing for Philly. He doesn't yeah. have to go to Orlando now. All right. My not. LeBron's week. He had a rough week. Yeah. Very rough. All right, Christmas, he got a bad groin injury. And then before Christmas, uh, some he was heat. insulting some, some people that don't celebrate Christmas. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he had an Instagram post, and in the post he had a rap lyric, uh, We've been getting that Jewish money. Everything's kosher. And he got a little backlash for that. Yeah. He was forced to apologize. At first, he did kind of like apology, not an apology. Like, well, if it offended anyone, I'm sorry. Well, if you're apologizing, LeBron, that's the first thing. Of course it offended someone. Otherwise, you wouldn't be apologizing. So he kind of butchered the first apology. And I, I honestly don't think he meant anything by it. But you know what? <laughs> you know who's not getting enough flack here? It's 21 Savage, who wrote the lyric. Yeah. I'm not talking about him. But a lot of free publicity for yeah. his album. I mean, tw- I mean, 21 Savage just killed people, though. So, like, he doesn't care. That's Although, true. He actually, he tweeted, the Jewish people I know are very wise with their money. No, quote, he spelled their wrong. Uh, so that's why I, was I said we be getting Jewish money. I never thought anyone would take offense. I'm sorry if I offended everybody. Never my intention. I love all people. Except so, he kills people. Except he, he did. He did kill Hey, but you know, it was a good album. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it was. Songs yeah, a, lot a lot and Ball Without Me were great. Yeah, but all these people jumping on LeBron, <laughs> they had to apologize. Why don't we jump on 21 Savage? He wrote yeah. the lyric. Yeah, well, sorry, LeBron. But now we, we got... Ice that groin. We got some heated heated topics coming up. We do have So first topics. one, we talked about it before. I told you many times before. The Los Angeles Chargers are not a playoff ca- contender. They, I, I text you, as soon as that game happened... Oh, he just text me. He called. Yeah, I had a family Christmas party, and all of a sudden I get a call. I guess what? The Chargers lost. That's so good. No, <laughs> they, as soon as they play a top defense, they what happens? Phil Rivers can't throw a touchdown. He throws two picks. As soon as they look, they beat the Chiefs. Congratulations, you beat one of the worst defenses in the NFL. They've got an average pass rush, and the secondary is terrible. And they go in there, and they throw a couple touchdowns, and they got a wide-open two-point conversion. Oh, the balls of this man. Of course I'm taking a two-point conversion. They didn't even cover Mike Williams. They they, they have not performed well against the team that I believe are Super Bowl contenders. The Chiefs are very good. You don't think the Chiefs are... Well, finish your point first. The Chiefs and the Steelers... Now, obviously the Chiefs are a lot better than the Steelers. But look, they beat those two teams, and those are two like "quote unquote" marquee wins. But look, man, the Chiefs like that's a great, that's a good win for them. But that's if you want like a team that is really hot and that it has all all of the parts that you need to have a Super Bowl chance, like the Ravens, they flunked. They blew it. Well, Ten points at home. Also, they don't have home field. They don't have home field advantage. 
the, the especially for a playoff game, you'll get enough traveling fans that if they play any other team, that it'll be like 50-50 in the stadium because they do not have fans there. Oh, that's what, okay. Well, first of all, we'll address that point first. Yeah, they've played 16 road games this year. I'll go out and say it, which works to the disadvantage. So you can't fault them for that. Roster-wise, I will stand by, they're the most talented team in the NFL. You're coming off an emotional win against Kansas City. So, yeah, you're going to come up a little bit flat was the next emotional? week. Wasn't emotional. You're playing a division rival, one of the best teams in the NFL. You win on a two point conversion after a fourteen point every, comeback. Every win in the play, every game in the playoffs is emotional. Okay, well you're you can't you can't let that be one. Of, I mean, I understand I, their the defense vi- also. What well, we can we can crap on their offense all they want. Their defense played very well that game. They played good enough to win. They had the Ravens scored a defensive touchdown, but the Chargers defense played very well. It's not like well, they were marching up and down the field against them. Yeah, well, that's, River. That's, and in the playoffs, that's I'm, not the Ravens' offense, though. They don't need to do that. Then that's that's a point for okay, the Ravens. Okay, so yeah, their their offense came up a little bit flat. You they, know, they're they still getting healthy. Flat. They're still getting healthy. Uh, they're missing Melvin Gordon still. Yeah, they have they have their third they're, string running back for goodness. Yeah, sake. Yeah, but still, but, the running game was never that great with Melvin Gordon. Yes, it was. It wasn't fantastic. It wasn't good enough for Phil Rivers to get all the pressure off of him. Well, you know what? They, they, the as playoffs, soon as they face a top defense, which they're going to have to play, they're going to have to play the what, 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 what are the, the five seed. They're going to have to go up against the three seed. Who's that right now? The Texans? Texans. Yeah. Te- I, I'll take, Nick, I'm taking the Texans on that one. Taking the te- Okay, well, they just got picked sh- apart by Nick Foles, backup quarterback. All right, we can pray hey, Nick Foles all we hey, want. Hey, say Nick. Nick it, no, we're talking about that later. But the Texans, look, they, Texas, like they, got they some barely great lost. Defense. The no, Chargers, no, no, no. they came, okay, they had a clunker. Every team has one of those. The Titans, or the uh, the Titans blew out the Patriots. I'm not going well, to come out and the say. The Patriots aren't good to, every good team to has with. one of those games. The Bears lost to the Dolphins, and they came out a little flat in overtime. Every team has one of these games. In the playoffs, I'm riding with Phillip Rivers before I ride with Lamar Jackson. As much as he's impressed me this year, I still trust Phillip Rivers a lot the more. Def- it's it all about one the game defense, off an emotional though. win. They're going to kick the crap out of the Broncos this week. No, they're not. They're going to rush all their starters, and they're going to beat them by a field Still goal. kick the crap because their depth will be on display, and you it's will the see that Broncos. the best team Who in football. Who cares to be the Broncos? I care. Oh, wait. The didn't the Broncos already beat the Chargers? Oh, yeah, that's right. That is a terrible Denver team who already beat the Chargers hey. because they shot themselves in the foot Chargers with unnecessary beating, turnovers. The Chargers beat the Steelers in a fantastic win. In which they the Steelers the handed them a win. They, they beat, beat the, the Chiefs, Chiefs because the Chiefs, the Chiefs can't play defense. Those are two marquee wins. And the Steelers, they slipped the game away because they let up 23 unanswered points. And then they beat the Chiefs who can't play a lick of defense. Yeah, we'll see. They're still the best roster in football. Yeah, well, they're not going to... They're not going to... They're not a playoff contender. They're not a play... Well, yeah, they are a playoff contender because they're in the playoffs. Well, they're, they're not a serious playoff contender. Super Bowl contender, you mean? Or like, Same thing. The Titans are maybe going to make the playoffs. They're not a playoff contender. Are you kidding me? Well, they're not going to make the playoffs because Andrew Luck's going to beat them first off. Speaking but of Yes, who? they will. You know what? When they're in the AFC Championship, we'll see who's laughing. All right? Oh, my. That is... Yeah, when they book get it. Smart. AFC Championship, book it. Just because you said book it means they're not going to make it anymore. Speaking of who's going to make the playoffs, the Bears don't know who they're going to play right now. The Bears. They have a game against the Vikings... In which, if they beat the Vikings, they will most likely play the Eagles. Unless the Eagles lose to the Redskins, I believe. Yes, let me... I, I believe, it is, I believe it is the Redskins. 
Um, but essentially, the Eagles need a win and yeah, a Redskins. Yeah. They're at Washington, though. Yeah. I don't know if it makes a difference, but... Yeah. So the Eagles need a win against Washington and a Vikings loss, who are playing the Bears in Minnesota, to make the playoffs. The Vikings just need a... Vikings just need a win and they're in. And I put on my Instagram, my personal one, because we don't have an Instagram for this dorm room. I said, who, who would you rather face Bears fans? Uh, the Vikings or the Eagles? And 26 people said the Vikings... 18 people said the Eagles. So more people want the Vikings and the Eagles. Adam Schefter tweeted. I'll f- pull this up real quick. Uh, the Chicago would be a three and a half point favorite, home favorite versus Minnesota in the playoffs, and a 5.5 favorite versus Philadelphia. So Vegas thinks the Bears would be better off playing to win Sunday and taking their chances with the Eagles next weekend. So basically, we're. I'll let you open with this because I opened last one. Who, who would you rather? If you, you're a Bears fan, who do you want in the playoffs? Roster wise, the Eagles are a better football team, I believe. But as a Bears fan, I would still much rather play the Eagles coming banged off, banged up, and uh, uh, banged up with a backup quarterback into our home field than have to play the Vikings for a third, uh, for the third time this year. Yeah. Playing a team, beating a team. Three times in one year is very hard. It's hard to beat the same team twice in a, twice in one year because they kind of they know your personnel really well. They kind of know your game plans. There's no more secrets. It's just dude against dude. And track record history wise, if you look the 2010 Bears, that's the last time the Bears have had to play a team three times in a season, and it was against the Packers. And what do you know? Third time they played, they beat them the first game. They lost the second. And then what do you know? Third time they played them, NFC Championship game, they lost. Uh, Vikings in 2013 with Christian Ponder. They had to play... This is a much more similar situation to this one. They had to play the Packers in Week 17 to get in the playoffs. It was against Aaron Rodgers. Came around the wire. They make the they uh, kicked the field goal to end up winning. Next week in the playoffs, Round 1, they played the Packers again. And that... Mind you, the Bears got knocked out because of that game where the Vikings won. We needed the Packers to win. Once again, another reason I hate the Packers, but <laughs> I digress. Next week, Week 1... Christian Ponder and the Vikings got curb stomped by the Packers, knocking them out of the playoffs. It's a very similar situation here. Yeah. I don't like... I, I still think we could beat them, and we're a much better team, but I don't like facing the same team three times in a season. Zimmer over there in Minnesota is an excellent coach. He'll come up with a decent game plan against them. I don't... Especially with Trubisky in the playoff game, third time in a row facing them. I don't like it. Honestly, if I'm a Bears fan, though, like... the I feel like the Vikings... On, like, if you look at on paper, they should beat both teams. But yeah, feel, they should. But I feel like, realistically speaking, because the Eagles, especially with Nick Foles, uh, he, he's in, been in games. I mean, the Falcons game last year, a playoff game, they, they should have lost that game. Mm-hmm. The Falcons had it in the red zone, and it was very close. It was a goal line stand that they ended up winning. And, and then, I mean, they, they destroyed the Vikings. Which, I mean, I don't know. I guess the Magic ran out for the Vikings uh, against the Eagles. Uh, and then they, beat the pa- then they beat the Patriots Super Bowl, in which I don't think, on paper, they should have won that game either. Like, they, the Vi- Nick Foles, he's, I don't think he's a very... He's not that great of a quarterback. And I don't think the, the Eagles roster, especially this year, is that great. But on, that's all on paper. When it comes to actual games, they win. Whereas, when you want a winner, especially a playoff winner, especially a primetime winner... It's not Kirk Cousins, especially with the Bears. I mean, 
when you get home field, it, it that it doesn't amp your offense up, it amps your defense up. Because because you get like third down, you know, the, the crowd's going nuts. Chicago is going to be absolutely electric for this playoff game. Like no matter who they play, it's going to be awesome to watch. And then it's going to amp up their number one defense against a guy Kirk Cousins, who does not have the playoff experience that he needs. And who just doesn't... He's not good in primetime games, nonetheless. Nick Foles, I don't think he's going to be phased by that. He's playing the Super Bowl before. He's got it. He, he, he's he been in these tough situations with Kirk Cousins. He's going to fold like a 10. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that's true. But it's also for Kirk Cousins. They have to win this next one first. And this is going to... They basically have to... Vikings are basically playing a playoff game here, yeah. too. they got to win. The mentality's got to be win in, you're in. Uh, and I don't... I don't like, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying, and I, I think the um, Eagles do have a better roster talent-wise, but playing the same team three times in a row, it's tough to beat them. I won't say that. It's very tough to beat them. I remember, and this was this is more like college football, but the last time Nebraska was in a Big Ten championship, back when they had Taylor Martinez, and I'm a big Nebraska Taylor fan. Martinez. They beat Wisconsin mm-hmm. during the regular season, in Wisconsin too. Yeah. And they ended up playing in Wisconsin the Big Ten Championship. And all my friends were like, oh, Wisconsin's going to win. I'm like, no, no, we already beat Wisconsin once. And Wisconsin steamrolled us. Yeah. It was like 59. To, they put up like, it was ridiculous the number of points. I think they might have put up 70. It was ridiculous. And that was the same time twice. When, when these teams, get, especially in the NFL, when these teams get a chance to game plan you, like that was twice a year, three times a year. Ridiculous. I will say, though, already, though, like, Kirk Cousins in Chicago for their Sunday night game, he looked awful. Like he did not play well at all. He had that pick six late in the game that kind of, kind of killed their their, uh, put the, gave them a loss basically. Uh, he just didn't look good. And that, that, I mean that's just like a week what six seven eight. That's just a middle of the season. Not I mean it's a big game, but it's not like a win or go home type situation. In Chicago, he looked awful. He and did, I, and I, I mean, if you if you you get that pressure, amp it up by ten because it's a playoff game where all eyes are on you. You can't hide now, Kirk. You got your money now. You got to prove that you're a winner. That you can win the playoffs. It's your time now. I don't think he's gonna come up to it. Well, it's the same thing with Trubisky. Trubisky hasn't been necessarily great this year. I mean, he, that game against San Francisco, he, he got bailed out he with two that passes that should have been intercepted. He, he's got the defense. Whereas Kirk, Cous- I mean, he's like what second year QB. Kirk Cousins has already been on the Redskins, and he got this boatload of a contract to win games like he's these, still, and I don't think he's going to do it. Yeah, he's come up short, but he's still, overall, I think he's a solid NFL quarterback. He now, is, mind you, he does, like, miss, but, like, they still got enough talent on that team where they could beat the Bears. They got a lot of talent on there. Side note, that uh, national championship game I was talking about, it was 70-31. to 31 That was a national championship? Or Big, Big Ten, Ten championship. But <laughs> well, basically, it was the national championship because the Big Ten's best conference. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, I, I will say that, that was a side note there. But yeah, I, I I could see your point. But I still would not want to face the Vikings three times in a season. And I hope that Honestly, we beat them and knock them out. It'll be interesting to see. I feel like the Bears will play to win, though. Plus, this is the, this the other reason, as a Bears fan, you should want the uh, to face the Eagles in the playoffs because you want to win Week 17. That's you true. want that chance to get that... Uh, second or first round bye, so you should be rooting to win Sunday, no matter what, and then you won't have to face the Vikings. Yeah, and I mean the the, the Eagles still gotta win. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, they still gotta. I mean, I don't know. It's the Redskins. That's why, as a Bears fan, overall, three games in a, three times in a row, don't want, and I want them to win Sunday. So that's why, as a Bears fan, you should be rooting for the Eagles. Well, 
Wait, what? You, you should be, your point. You should be rooting. You should be rooting to face the Eagles because that means we beat the Vikings week seventeen. Yeah, that's, fair. that's what I meant. You should be rooting for it. Necessarily, do you want to? Yeah, not necessarily the Eagles. I, I, that's what yeah. face them. Well, we'll beat either of them. So yeah, play. yeah, yeah. Well, I wish I could say something about the Broncos, but I'll be waiting for the draft to happen. Moving on, we talked about them a little bit. They're they're a big topic on this podcast. The Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I was talking, I was talking with some unnamed Steelers fans, and if he listens to this podcast, he'll certainly give me a piece of his mind. But you're talking, I, we have we, listeners. <laughs> we have we have viewers. Uh, but basically, I was, I was talking. We we're talking about the the most recent the Saints um, Steelers game, and I was saying like, look, man, I wanted the I wanted the Saints to win. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I, I was actively rooting for New Orleans in that game because I want to see teams who I deserve who I believe deserve to have a playoff spot in, I want the Ravens to win the division because they've balled out. They've played very well with a backup QB. And I want Andrew Luck, who's dragged his team to a playoff berth. I want those teams in the playoff. I don't want to see Steelers because you know why? They don't deserve to be in the playoffs. They are so talented. And they are blaming the refs of that bad P. I'm going to. It was a terrible P.I. call that that allowed for the first touchdown of the game. Just the first one. Make it 7-7. Seven, or seven, seven. For the Saints. Now, that was a bad call. And he's saying, oh, it's the refs. You know, oh, we should... The Juju fumbled. No, 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 no. You tied the Browns. Lost the Broncos. Chiefs. Chargers. And the Raiders. That's why you're not going to make the playoffs. And let's just look at why they're not going to make the playoffs. First, the Browns. And this is this is not... This is not the current Browns. We're talking about the Tyrod Taylor, Hugh Jackson Browns, week one. They're up 21-7 going to the fourth quarter. Just kick a couple field goals, play some defense, ice the game. No, they give up a Nick Chubb rushing touchdown. Then Josh Gordon absolutely mosses a Steelers defender to tie the game with two minutes left. Roethlisberger had three picks, one of which set up a game-winning field for the Browns kicker. Now he misses it. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. Chris Boswell, the guy who we just signed, we gave him a lot of money. We gave him that contract to kick these game-winning field goals. He misses it, and they end up tying and they lose to the Chiefs later on, 42-37. Now, I, I get it's the Chiefs, so I'm not going to hold that much against it. But Mahomes still had six touchdowns. And look, man, you got to play a little better than that if you want to be a contender in the playoffs. Then they march into Denver, who was, I will say, they were plenty, Denver was all right at the time before their injuries. They had six drives inside the Broncos' 30-yard line. You, you got six drives inside the, in the, your opponent's 30. You should get more than the 10 points that they got off those six drives. They missed a field goal. They had a, Xavier Grimbles or whatever had a fumble on the one yard line. James Conner had a fumble on the twenty three yard line. And then when they were needed to tie the game down twenty four seventeen on the one yard line, Big Ben throws a pick to Shelby Harris, the nose guard, and proceeds to blame his teammates. Ye- Moving on, they lost to the Chargers. Now Chargers are a good team. I'll give them that. So, but but. They're up 23 to 7 and a half, and they let up 23 unanswered points? You can't do that. And then it comes down to the game when he field goal. Or 30-30. Got to force overtime. Uh, oh, he missed the field goal. Oh, shoot. We jumped off sides. All right, all right. We've got to kick it again. We blocked it. Oh, jumped off sides again. And then, even though he made it on the third try, they jumped off sides three times in a row. Then they lose to the Raiders? The Raiders? That is arguably the worst team in the NFL. They, we, we mock the Raiders. Everyone mocks the Raiders. And what a terrible job John Gruden has done. And how bad of a franchise they are. 
and they let them score 21 seconds left in the game to lose 24-21. But no, no, no. They still had a game-winning shot or a game-tying shot in which Chris Broswell kicking a field goal slips and well, misses it. That was a turf monster. I can't blame Boswell there. They're playing on that crappy still, baseball grass. But look, man, like. You want to talk all about <laughs> you want to talk all about the Saints about all oh, the refs the oh dude like look the Chiefs and the Chargers and maybe even the Browns it's fine it's it's just a tie against the Browns but when you're in the middle of the season and look the the Steelers had won six straight going up to the Denver game six straight so they're hot they're not this is not just some clunker game this is the Steelers who are a very talented team. They're extremely talented. They have two of the best receivers in the NFL. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster didn't make the Pro Bowl, but he's because he's got Antonio Brown. Might be one of the most talented teams to miss the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're Ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Fame quarterback. They've got a great offensive line, which they 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 lost one of the best running backs in the NFL, Le'Veon Bell, and James Conner still made the Pro Bowl. Which just shows how much of a good offensive scheme and offensive line they have. Which you need a good offensive line if you want to make the playoffs. And they have it! And they have two top weapons. James Conner in the backfield. And they have a veteran, seasoned veteran QB who's had the experience of Super Bowls, playoff runs, all of that. The defense, they've got some pieces, but they're not great. And that's why, that's one of the reasons why. Now, they've still kept games semi-close against the Broncos and the Raiders. But look, man, they do not deserve to be in the playoffs. I hate, if you're a Steelers fan, you got to hate what happened. We tweeted out, they have totally crapped the bed this year. They had they have won some big games. Like, I mean, they beat the Patriots. Too little, too late, man. You already lost to the cupcakes early in your schedule. Sure, now you beat the Patriots when it's crunch time. But it, it, the season might have already passed with all the losses they've had. And now, now I hate. I honestly, I'm not. I'm not disappointed to see the Steelers not be in the playoffs. I think there are other teams who deserve a shot. Even the Titans, who have seemingly somehow put together a nine and six season with not great QB play and an average offense and defense. I well, I agree, but I think it would be a shame to see the Steelers are such a fun team to watch. They are. Our games are close. I kind of want them to get in yeah. just so we can be treated to that. But like, I I agree they. They've blown their chances earlier in the year, and that's going to cost them. And yeah. at some point, I think, yeah, you don't deserve to get in if you can't beat the Raiders. Yeah. Well, that'll wrap up today's podcast. Uh, like we are saying before, have a happy happy 2019. Hopefully you can stay true to your uh, New Year's resolutions, like Mitch's, to get a Snapchat. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> We're going to force him to. Snapchat. Yeah, if you <laughs> listen to his opening rant, uh, you know he's not an old man. Uh, uh, you mean wise? <laughs> yeah, my ears. Then yes, yes. Then I am old, if that means. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going back to school soon, so hopefully uh, we can get the podcast out a little earlier in the week so you're not getting a little too late. But yeah, thanks for listening. Tune in. Follow us on Twitter, Podcast yep. DRD. Happy New Year. Subscribe to our website. Happy New Year. And, go Hawks uh, and Winter Classic. Yeah, go Hawks and Winter Classic. Uh, see you next time.